90-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener special. Be sure to use the promo code KTKZ because you love KTKZ. And that's how you get the deal. Order your MyPillow buy one, get one radio listener special now. Click on the radio listener special and use the promo code KTKZ at MyPillow.com. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. To the Impact Hour. I'm John. Hi, and I'm Rena. Today we're going to talk about success and failure. We can often get pretty fixated on success and on failure. And uh, I just wanted to talk about and dive into this. And uh, I know that I've been uh, affected by I, the idea that maybe I failed at something. And it can be pretty depressing. It can be devastating. Can be, yeah. If you're loaded up with that much meaning, that's totally an option. Yeah, totally. So we're going to explore some other options, right? Because that's totally. not fun. Yes. It's not helpful either. Yes. So our view is that there really is no failure. There is no failure. There are only learning experiences. Mm-hmm. And we can learn a ton from what we might call a failure. And... Uh, a lot of times when we call it a failure, it's really us choosing that it's a failure. We decide it's a failure and call it that. But or, we don't have to choose to call it that. You know, or sometimes it's other people who classify it that way for us. Oh, they, yes. they take the liberty oh, yeah. <laughs> of saying, oh, that failed. That was a failure. Yeah, but. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be that way. It's not very helpful, is it? No, it's really not. That's actually going to keep us from really, I think, getting the maximum benefit and learning out of it that we could have gotten. If we yeah. just categorize it as a failure, shove it aside, you know, and, and try to move on from there, it's it's not going to be helpful. Right. So we're, we'll be exploring more of that. Yeah, I think a lot of our views on failure come from school. When we grew up in school, we took a class, we took a test. And we got a pass or a failure. We got a letter grade. And, and the letter grade's kind of final. It's, there's no often, I guess in today's school it might be different now, but when I was going to school, the grade was, that was a done deal. That was what it was. That well, was it, the grade you got. Isn't it interesting that it goes A through D, they skip E and go to F. Is F for like failure or what? I think so. <laughs> Ouch. Yes. Ouch. Yeah. At least that's the way I thought of it when I was a kid. Maybe I was mistaken. And uh, but a lot of us grew up with that model and really internalized, you know, the grading system in general and the idea of pass or fail in particular. Yeah. Yeah. So a better way to look at it, I think, is I've not failed. I've just not succeeded yet. I haven't achieved what I wanted yet. Not Still yet. Still working on Still it. Still working on it. And, and that actually allows for what you're wanting to achieve to change over time because we might set our sights on something and through experience go, you know, 
that's not exactly what I want. I wanted something a little bit different. So the what other people would call failures are actually helping us to clarify exactly what we do want. Yes. So that's been my experience. Yeah, totally. So calling it a failure can have a pretty big impact on us psychologically. And it's pretty not too far to transfer it from this failed to I failed mm -hmm. to from this is a failure to I am a failure. And yeah. it can. So it's like this failed to I failed to I am a failure. Right. E each one is a step that's that's easy to take. Yes. And and internalize and take it on. The next thing you know, it becomes a part of your identity. Right. That's, that's a big deal. That's going to have a huge psychological impact, like yeah. you said. Yuck. Yuck. Just makes you feel yucky. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So we can get into, you know, self-judgment where we, you know, if we take on I'm a failure, we're kind of judging ourselves and, and declaring that as a part of who we are as a self-judgment. It was wrong. We messed up. It was bad. Yeah. And that's that's the self-judgment. And, and it's uh, highly related to beating oneself up. Uh, yes. It's just also unproductive. Right. Yeah. Right. And a part of that kind of a fear that it will always be this way. We label this as a failure and then we're afraid, uh-oh, maybe I'll always fail. Maybe maybe that's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we've had a number of experiences that I think other people would ca classify as failures. Now, I had a Mary Kay business. I, I sold Mary Kay Cosmetics for five years, loved the products. And um, I don't think I ever made money at it. Uh, sometimes I would break even. Uh, you know, there was some money to be made, but in the big scheme, no. And so I think that would be considered um, a business failure. But I learned so much about myself, and that was beneficial in moving forward. We had a financial coaching business. We helped a number of people, really. And, but the real benefit, I would say, was learning that we're really passionate about people knowing their impact, making a difference, being aware of how they're affecting other people. We would never have known that if we hadn't gone through the financial coaching experience. Right. So, and the work that we do in Simply Great Lives is, is all a result of what other folks would have called failures, but it was all learning and all good and all beneficial, yeah. if we're willing to look at it that it's way. It's all, all part of the journey. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like we had any wasted experiences. No, I like that. Yeah. Somebody told me the other way, the other day, God doesn't waste a season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely put it to good use. Yeah. So I think it was kind of funny. We were talking about this psychological impact as calling it a failure. And I think we called it the cocktail of doom. <laughs> psychological cocktail of doom. <laughs> It's fun to give it a name like that. Yeah. So so failures are really stepping stones. And uh, I wouldn't even say failures. It, all experiences are stepping stones. Whether you choose to continue on in that experience, whether you choose to stop, whether you make some shifts or adjustments there or decide to move on to, to attempt something else, it's all just a stepping stone. And you can continue on your journey. And uh, just because something doesn't work at first doesn't mean it's a failure. So you could you could choose to keep attempting at it, just like a kid trying a bicycle, trying to ride a bicycle. Or if you ever watch a kid who's learning to walk, can you imagine if a kid just sat on the floor and said, I give up, I failed. 
Yeah. I, I just can't learn to walk. Hey, heck no, they're up there doing it again, falling over again, getting up again, falling down again, like over and over and over until they get it. Yeah. It's like, where do we lose that that drive yeah. to keep trying? And that tenacity. Yeah. It's good to have that. Yes. <laughs> but also, you can move on to something else. Maybe you decide it wasn't something you really cared about as much. Maybe there's something else that you really want to shift over to. And shifting over to something else and striving towards something else doesn't mean that the current endeavor was a failure. It just means you hadn't succeeded yet, and then you chose to move on before you ever really had a chance to, to stick with it, to see that succeed, because something was more important and probably reasonable to move on. And a better fit. I've heard people say something like, you know, you learn what you don't like. And, and I think it's even more than that. It, it's refining. It's like, you know, I thought I wanted that, but really I want more of this. And, and I thought this would be a great fit for me, but not so much. Over here I think would be a better fit for me. Yeah. So that, that's much more productive in moving forward versus the psychological cocktail of doom that kind of takes you out of the game. Right. Right. When you're feeling like a failure, you're not going to be trying and moving forward. Yes. So what would you say, Rena, is the difference between a mistake and a failure? A frame of mind. Just a frame of mind, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's totally how you want to look at it. You said a mistake and a failure? Yeah. Okay, a mistake is, oh, yeah. I would say a mistake is um, seeing that there's going to be multiple steps in getting to where you're going. And it's kind of like a misstep. It's like, you know, you kind of stepped off the little stepping stones. It's like, oh, okay, learn from that, get back on, keep going. But when we have what we call a failure, we are going to just tend to give up. Yeah. Usually, right? usually when, call you, it done. when you call it a failure, also declaring it done. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> that's, that's what it sounds like. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you get to choose whether you want it to be done or not. And just because you have not succeeded yet doesn't mean that you won't in the future. You get to choose. Uh, you could you could say, well, it failed and, and declare it done, but that's your choice. And sometimes you might decide, you know, that's not exactly what I want, and it's not a failure, and I decided I want something else, and that's totally cool, too. Yeah. So back to what we said before, there is no failure. There are only learning experiences. That's so much more freeing. It's expansive actually and it's and it's it's building on and go ahead and acknowledge the effort that you put into it i mean i'm, I'm speaking to myself when i say this too and to all you the listeners go ahead and acknowledge all the effort you've put into it and take a look at all that you've gotten out of it what did you learn about yourself what did you learn about your industry who were you able to help what did you learn about how the finances work? There's so much learning. There's way more than I'm, I'm listing here. But see all the benefits that you got from that experience. Milk it for all it's worth. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better than calling it a failure and, you know, going right. the drain. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. So we need to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about success and failure. So would love for you to stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour.
Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. More fun than visiting the in-laws. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. I'm sorry, I just I, that cracks me up every time I hear it. <laughs> More fun than visiting the in-laws. Oh, you're listening to the Impact Hour. That's right. And um, we invite you to call in and talk with me and John on the air if you'd like to, to share about uh, your experience around what some folks and maybe you have been categorizing as a failure, and let us support you in in taking a new look at it, a fresh look to see what was actually the benefits that you got from that experience and how it's not actually a failure after all. You can call into the show at 866-576-1055. Furthermore, if you missed part of this or any other show, show recordings are available on theimpacthour.com and also available as a podcast on Google play iTunes and more. Awesome. So one of the things about failure and calling it a failure is we can get to where we are afraid of failure. I know I've been there. Scary. Scary. So fear of failure, I think, is actually really huge. It really affects a lot of us as I kind of navigate through the world and interact with people. I see a lot of people kind of holding back and not trying things and not doing things because they're afraid maybe it will fail. And what might it mean if they try and fail? Which totally makes sense with what we were talking before uh, before the break about if you're seeing failure as a total bad thing and not only was did you do failed, you're a failure and, and, and all this ickiness, no wonder people want to avoid it, right? Yeah. So the first step is, is really seeing it not as a failure, but as a learning experience. Right. Then I think that at least starts to help with the fear. Yeah. Yeah, that will help for sure. But the the fear can be pretty darn powerful. I know Ah. fear in me is very, very uncomfortable. And sometimes I'd like, I just want to stop feeling this. (laughs) Right. And, And so, you know, the fear of failure can keep us in something even when it's not working. Okay. Because if we can keep trying it and keep trying it over and over again and it's still not working, someday maybe it will succeed, but maybe we decide we really don't care about it anymore. But darn it, I don't want this thing to be a failure, so I'm going to keep working at it. Right. If it kills me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's they like what you're saying is a person may be in an endeavor such as um, making a project or... Um, a, a business. Yeah, or a nonprofit. A nonprofit. Cranking on it, cranking on it, cranking on it, not working, right? But the fear of 
the pressure of labeling it a failure keeps them from calling it done when that would actually be beneficial. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And it can keep people from starting. So if you're afraid maybe it won't succeed, then should I even start? That's that's what I see most in our, in our coaching business is the people who have such a deep desire to make a difference in people's lives. And we've talked to people who have beautiful visions, really big, of touching lots of lives and making a tremendous difference. And I totally understand you stand on the precipice of that, look over and go, whoa, scary. <laughs> what if I fail? Yeah. And it's really not a matter of what if I fail. There are going to be mistakes along the way. That's that's how you get to where you want to go, right? It's the only way. Sometimes only way. learning experience is the only way to get there. Yeah. So. Who who nailed it right out of the gate? Like seriously, <laughs> that's unusual. Yeah. That's highly unusual. Normally, there's a learning curve, and a process. And you need to be gentle with yourself and kind, and know that that's the norm. So yes, you'll make some mistakes along the way. That's that's good and normal because if you're not making mistakes. You're probably not doing something big enough. Probably you're, not trying something stretchy enough. Because you're capable of more. That's, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, I know this is something that, that you were passionate about, is if someone is stuck in fear of failure, mm -hmm. how does that affect other people around them? I put it out there as something to explore. Yeah. Well, I would say if it's around making a positive impact, there are people out there whose lives could be changed and aren't, right? Because if the person never gets started because they're afraid, right. there's people who are left unserved. Right. So maybe kids in school are not being talked about bullying from, right. from your experience. Or, you know, maybe there's girls in sex trafficking that aren't being helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, things that aren't being prevented, people who aren't being cured. Um, people who aren't learning the skills that they need, that you could totally be the person to step up and do that. Yeah. And, and it's, so in that sense, it's it's affecting other people. In another sense, let's see how I can put this. Your willingness to take on something that's risky and challenging is really actually a benefit to people around you. It gives them courage um, and inspiration that they can do the same. Whereas if you're holding back and hiding out um, for fear, other people are going to match that. There's nobody to encourage them. Yeah. So I know I have someone in my life who's watched me with my the class that I'm teaching now. And um, it just really inspired her. She's had something on her heart. She's like, oh, I really can do this. So when you take on your thing, you're showing other people that it's possible too. And that's that's a very positive impact. Yep. Now, if you're if you're freezed up, if you're seized by fear of failure, which for a lot of folks might be not experiencing the fear at all because they're avoiding risk or stretchy things altogether, so it feels rather comfortable. But if if you're seized up by that, and someone says, "Hey, we'd be cool if we tried this," or "What about this?" and the response is, "Oh, that'll never work," or "Oh, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't think that'll." that'll work out. I don't know if it'll be successful. I don't know if we should try. That can affect people a lot. Yeah, the, be careful of having naysayers in your life. When you're wanting to pursue something that you really care about, yeah, you'll want people who can support you. They see the possibilities and they can support you in that. You don't want people who are gonna be holding you back 
and certainly wouldn't want to be the person holding other people back. Yeah. Yeah, both. Yeah, you don't want to be that kind of naysayer. Yeah, <laughs> don't be that person. Yes, yes. So one, one important thing to note is uh, there's this idea of living fearless. And fearless living is actually the opposite of what the word says. When you're living fearlessly, that means that you are taking risk and you are proceeding even though you have fear. The opposite of living fearless is to hold back so that you never do experience any fear. So it's kind of a misnomer? Yeah, is that what you're saying? It is. So it's like the idea of courage, because this is what I've heard of, is, is courage isn't a lack of fear. It's moving forward even with the fear and yes. working through it. And I can totally relate to that with, with what we've done. I mean, my goodness, even just starting the radio show was like super stretchy, right? And, and a lot of fear and scariness and what if I mess up? And, and, you know, how could this go? 20 million things that could go wrong go through my mind, right? And then the fear and, and, and working through that has actually developed a skill in me to be able to work through the fear that comes up. So it's, um, it's a cumulative effect. Mm-hmm. doing things that are risky and scary. It's like having a reference experience. It's like, okay, I did that. Now I can apply that over here to something completely different because I've already seen what it's like to work through the fear and the scariness of it. Yes. Yep. So the idea of failure is kind of similar to uh, one of the lessons that we teach when you do our seminars, which is called Redeem Your Tough Experiences. So the idea here is that your thing that you've been calling a failure can be redeemed. It can be something where you can go back to that experience and look at it and see what you've learned, see how it shaped you as a person, and make choices about what you want to bring forward from that experience and apply to things in the future. Mm -hmm. It can be with your personal learning, but you can also use that to teach other people. It's like, I went through this and this is what happened, and I had this huge learning experience in this, and I wanted to use that to help teach other people about it and and talk to people about this experience you've had and what to do otherwise and all of that and it can take this experience which you might be labeled as bad or not very good and redeem that and convert that into something positive and helpful and beneficial to people i've heard plenty of people who share their story around you know especially like business failures but it could be relationships or, or other things that would normally be deemed a failure and all that they learned from that and how they were able to turn it around and, and bring something really great from it. We actually did a show called Redeem Your Tough Experiences, and I, I don't have the episode number handy, but you can find it on the impacthour.com if you'd like to know more about that. Yes. So failure, what we call failure, it's kind of a theoretical concept. We wanted to take some time to dive into what does it look like specifically in various areas uh, in your life. And the first one we want to look at is in relationships. So in relationships, relationships, I find, get pretty, pretty messy. <laughs> they can. That's intrinsically. Well, you, maybe you might define a little bit messy, but it's normal for there to be missteps, miscommunications, misunderstandings, hurt feelings. Are you talking about that kind of stuff? Yeah. And then uh -huh. how people react to that set of things. Yeah. People have different capacities 
<laughs> to handle that emotionally, to communicate about it, to navigate it and work through it. Yeah, Some that, people can can just work through really intense difficulties and other people just don't have the the skills, maybe not even the willingness. So it just varies a lot. Yeah. So in relationships, it's possible where you can have a relationship or have had a relationship and you feel like the relationship failed. Like it just didn't go well, that didn't work, that failed or whatever. And it can get kind of, I don't know, uncomfortable, messy, wonky, uh, because maybe a relationship failed that you didn't want to have fail, but you weren't sure what happened and the person's not talking about it and, and all of that. It can get, I don't know, pretty, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, have you experienced some of that, Rena? Oh, sure. Um... Yeah, I had a friend who kind of had a friend breakup, but she didn't tell me it was a friend breakup. She just, you know, said we wouldn't be doing this, what we were doing anymore. And I asked why, and and she she said, you know, I just don't need to anymore. And and uh, that's hard. We know if if the person can't communicate with you um, to resolve it, it just kind of kind of goes that way. But I don't want to label the relationship a failure. It was a tremendous blessing while it was um, the friendship that it was. Yeah. So, and there was a lot of learning to come from it too. I know we need, we need to go into a break, so when we come back, we can explore more of these different aspects of what people would call failure. So stay tuned, you're listening to The Impact Hour. Would you put your carpet at Epcot Center or Grand Central Station for torture testing? Well, that's what Anything Goes Carpet does to set themselves apart from the rest. And that's why they offer a 20-year no-mat, no-crush warranty. That's just one of the quality floorings with a special price right now at Waldo Bowers Flooring Showroom 2300 Broadway. Two new displays have made their way to Waldo Bowers. Artistry Wood has a durable Dura-Art finish and starts at just $5.89 per square foot. And Aquarius, a luxury vinyl plank, Starts at $2.99 per square foot. And Mannington has products during this fall sale too, laminate and hardwood. And the biggest savings would be on vinyl, where you can save up to $10 per square yard. Waldo Bowers, excellent customer service, professional installation, and affordable prices. Why would you go anywhere else? 0% financing is available on approved credit. Waldo Bowers, join them on Facebook, online at waldobowersfloorcovering.com, or call 451-0114, 451-0114. Are you tired of feeling sick and tired? Are you constantly limited by your health and you want to get a more natural solution? My name is Dr. Tim Smith, and I help families change the way they view and manage their health at New Life Chiropractic every single day, getting natural solutions for common health care issues. If you want to learn more about how you can start changing your life for the better, visit our office at newlifechiropracticrockland.com or call 916-259-2682 and start changing the health of your family today. I'm Craig Ashton of the Injury Law Firm of Ashton & Price. Over the last 20 years, we have been entrusted to successfully represent thousands of injury victims. Whether it's a minor injury case or a catastrophic loss, we aggressively apply our nearly 100 years of combined legal experience to strive for the best legal result possible. So if you've been injured and you want honest, experienced, and aggressive legal representation, call Ashton & Price. There's never a fee unless you win, so Google Ashton & Price for free consultation. So remember, for the best advice, don't think twice. 
Call Ashton and Price. Your home is so much more than square footage and a floor plan. So why would you entrust buying a new home or selling your home to anyone but Ellen Hurley, the Real Estate Insider? And tune in weekdays from noon to one for Ellen Hurley's show, The Real Estate Insider, exclusively on Money 1055. Buying or selling for the Real Estate Insider. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. In Alabama's special election senatorial race, the big news has been voters' decision to make the controversial figure Justice Roy Moore the Republican nominee for the Senate seat. But I would suggest that the mainstream media are doing their best to stay away from the really big story here. And that is that the Democrats' nominee, former U.S. Attorney Doug Jones, is not only avowedly pro-abortion, he actually opposes the Hyde Amendment that would protect American taxpayers being forced to pay for abortion. On Meet the Press Daily, Chuck Todd pressed the question of abortion to Jones, asking, so you wouldn't be in favor of legislation that said ban abortion after 20 weeks or something like that? Jones said he would not support such legislation. In fact, he said once the child is born, he would, quote, be there for that child, end quote. In the astonishing statement, Jones said, quote, that's where I become a right to lifer, end quote. That means that there is no point before the birth of a child when Doug Jones would consider himself pro-life. I'm Albert Moeller. You're invited to Victory Christian School 10th Annual Dinner and Auction, Friday, November 3rd, starting at 5.30 at Sunrise Community Church. The theme this year is Take Me to Rio, and it's a must-attend event with a fabulous all-you-can-eat tri-tip dinner, dessert dash, live music, special performances, photo booth, silent auction items with a very talented auctioneer. Invite your friends and relatives, but tickets are limited, so buy now. Go to VictoryCS.org or call Sherry Rutan for more information, 488-5601, Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about success and failure. If you wanted to call into the show and have us support you and help you reframe your failure and see the positive things that are there and change your story around that experience, you can call the station at 866-576-1055. And we'd love to support you in that. So we've been talking about specific examples of where we declare things a failure in our life to kind of see what these kind of looks like specifically rather than just in the theory. And one of the areas we just were talking about is in relationships. And I know a number of people 
uh, in relationships, they get uncomfortable or mad or whatever, and they just cut the person off. It's like, voop, and then they don't return calls. They don't return email. They just want... Unfriend you on Facebook. Yeah. They're just, it's just cut off completely. Boom. And I, I find that that kind of uh, response is, is aggravating. It's, it's frustrating, isn't very it? Very frustrating, And yeah. saddening and confusing. There's a lot. A lot of, it causes a lot of emotion, a lot of turmoil, a lot of wondering. Some of us naturally go to, what did I do? Yes. Right? It's, oh, yeah. Because yeah. you don't know. You can only guess. Yes. And we find that there's a, a better way to deal with and to deal with issues and problems in relationships and better ways to end relationships than to just cut people off. So you don't have to declare it a failure and just cut them off. You don't have to give up on the person. Uh, instead, you can set good boundaries and say, hey, you know, this, I, I find this thing right here is not acceptable. And, you know, if you continue in that, then we won't be able to continue to, to spend time together. And it's always helpful to say what you do want instead of what you don't want, because yes. that's actionable and people can, can move on it. Yes. So being clear in your expectations and like you say, your boundaries. Sometimes you need to say, okay, I draw the line here. This is okay up to here and after this, not okay. Yes. And then it allows the person to make a choice. Do they want to continue in that or not continue in that? And it leaves it possible for the relationship to be restored at that point. And, and I know sometimes people can get hurt and it's very difficult to continue on. Uh, but I think setting a boundary and talking about it, at least saying, hey, this has happened and I just can't deal with this anymore. And so this is why, you know, I, I don't want to com communicate and be in touch anymore. That's much more clean than just no longer returning calls. That's the idea of ending something well. Yes. Yeah, that do your part in ending something well instead of just the cutting off, throwing away. Yeah. Call it a failure. Yeah. And I, I don't know if this would necessarily happen all the time, but I think it opens the door. It makes it possible if you cut somebody off, in a way you're, you're kind of passing a judgment on them. It's like they're no, they're no longer worthy to be your friend. In a it sense. can be that way. It can be that way. And if, and if that is happening, then I think it's not too big of a step to start getting into self-judgment. You know, if they did this and they got cut off by me, what if I do something like that, you know, then what does that mean about me? And it can get to where I think it, it starts reflecting on our self-view if, if we're engaging behavior like that. Yeah, we start thinking that we, we actually can't be in, in what we would call successful relationships. A lot of self-doubt. Yes. And one of the things we did want to talk about is that actually people can change. Yay. I know there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of talk out there about, oh, people don't change, people can't change, and all of this. What I found is true is I can't change people. I noticed that. <laughs> I totally noticed it. Although we do help people change themselves. That's we're, right. We're in the help change people industry. Yes, and we are help people change themselves industry. There not we go. we're going to change people industry. Yeah, I've so, tried that one too. It didn't work. Yeah, so it's always <laughs> awkward. Somebody comes to us and says, hey, uh, you know, could you, could you go talk to my brother-in-law? Because he needs to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we're like, uh, does he want to change? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but he should. <laughs> but I 
I sure want them to. Yeah. Yeah. And us- usually there's not a whole lot we can do there unless a person wants to change. Uh, usually they, they resist being changed. That's yeah. just the way it works out. Yeah, here's an option. You know, I'm going to be attending this class, and I'm going to be um, really growing who I am and my ability to interact with people, and I'm wondering if you'd be interested in attending with me. Yeah. There we go. As That's an, an option. As an invitation. Invitation, yeah. Rather and than, saying you're doing the same kind of work. Yeah, here's here's a class you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not received so well. <laughs> no, totally not. Um, so with with anything, it's helpful not to categorize something ending as a failure. Right. It's it just maybe it was beneficial for a time, and maybe then it was no longer beneficial. So it's good to move on. Yep. But saying, oh, that failed. That's, yeah. It's pretty. Uh, I don't know. Would you say judgy? Sure. Yeah. Well, it is. It is a judgment calling something a failure. Yes. So other areas where we might call things a failure might be in our weight loss effort or if we're dealing with addiction. And we could say, oh, you know, I'm a failure in this or I'll always fail at this. I'll always struggle with this. I'll never figure it out. Boy, that self-talk can just go down this, this path. It's just really not helpful for a change. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it kind of kind of holds us in, in place, I think. It's uh, focusing on the way it has been, the way we don't want it, rather than focusing on what we want to have different. Mm-hmm. Seems to keep us hostage, stuck in that. Stuck. Yeah. Stuck isn't fun. No. I've heard, I, I don't know if it's true, I'm, I'm grateful I've never been a, a smoker, but I've heard for people who try to quit cigarettes, um, that it's actually beneficial the more, the more number of times that they've done it, you know, they're, because they're actually figuring it out and they're learning from that process. So I don't think there's statistics that support, you know, you may have tried to quit five times and now, you're, now it's really not going to work. It's like, okay, you've tried to quit five times and, and you're that much closer to getting it done now. Right. So it's kind of hope-filled, yes. actually, because, because it is all a learning experience. Yep. So the, the next topic is in business. And boy, do we get kind of wander around the axle about business, not just you and I, but people in general. Yeah, because there's, there's money and prestige, you know, and I don't mean like high level prestige. I mean, just esteem from other people and um, the finances to support the family. There's a lot of pressure that comes with business, quote, success. Yes. Sure. So in business, what can happen is we can give up too soon. So before we really figured out what makes that thing tick and make it roll, we go, oh, it's a failure. And then we stop. Uh, we can not start it at all. We encounter a number of people who have this business idea kind of in the back of their mind, kind of in the wings, and kind of sort of like to start it. And they've been thinking about this business idea for years. And they're still thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good to look at why they're not getting going on that. Sometimes we want it to everything to be perfect, and, and it's got to look a certain way, and you know, got to have this ready and that ready, and we kind of set it up that it's, it's too much expectations around it before it can even get rolling. Right. They want the perfect plan before it starts. 
<laughs> the business plan. The business bom, plan. Bom, bom. <laughs> That's probably stopped many people from ever getting started. Yes. We never, I don't think we ever wrote an official business plan because we never went for outside funding. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we, we did business plans. We, we need to plan for our business, and the ominous business plan isn't always necessary to get started. Right. Yes. Right. And the, whenever I've had a plan written out in any project of any sort ever, there's the plan, and then there's, like, how it goes <laughs> when you get going. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's not that the plan is worthless, but it's uh, it never goes according to plan 100%. Got to be willing to adjust. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and mistakes aren't the problem. It's how you get there. The mistakes are the way that you get there. Yeah. Success is a road paved with mistakes. Yes. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Some things that can happen, too, is a lot of times folks will have this uh, amazing idea, and it looks pretty risky, pretty challenging, and so I see folks settling for something smaller. Like, not oh, so scary, you not mean? Not so scary, sure. not so stretchy. Oh, I really want to do this over here, but I think I'll do this other thing because I, it seems easier and more within reach. I could picture that. Somebody who's really passionate, got a culinary passion, and they want to open their own restaurant that's an expression of who they are, but they settle for a franchise. Yes. That would be a great example because it's already it's a business in a box. You know, you got everything laid out for you. It's not as... I mean, there's financial risk, but it's not as risky as expressing yourself and seeing if people really like it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel quite as personal either. It, it's not quite as personal. That's right. Yes. So we do, need, we do need to go to a break, and we will continue talking about failure excess right after the break. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning. Significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives, and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. You're listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5. Know your impact. Make it great. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about success and failure. And a couple other areas we wanted to dive into about where we might declare things a failure or feel like it's a failure and wanted to explore these two very important topics. And then we'll start talking about the success side of things. Woohoo! So the next one is in parenting. I don't know. Ow. Parenting can be a real challenge. It's a sensitive area. It is. I can relate to that. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of times it's, uh, well, first is the kids don't show up with an instruction manual. I've <laughs> noticed that. I yes. kept looking. Yes. Well, there's and, books written, but, you know. Yeah, there are books. different. Yeah. 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 And, you know, as we raise our kids, uh, sometimes we can feel like maybe we failed as a parent. 
Well, you know, what I, I know I've experienced that, you know, there's certain values I wanted to instill, certain beliefs I wanted to instill. And maybe if I'd had a plan around that, it might have gone a little more, you know, more so. And then regardless, you find out that they're their own being and get to choose or not choose into some of that stuff. So I totally get it. Yeah. 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 So I, I think for, for parenting, one is it's probably not helpful to call it a failure. Definitely not going to be helpful. Yeah. And certainly don't like talk in front of your kids and say, oh, I was a failure as a parent because that oh. might, that might uh, reflect on them and their self-view. Yeah, that that's only a step away from you're a failure. Oh yeah, I failed because you're a failure. Right. Yeah, just don't. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, definitely would not do that. Um, but it's it's good to distinguish between what's what's you and what have you contributed, and then what's what's the kid, mm-hmm. because they're their own person and they and they choose things and they do things and. You know, you can raise a kid with all the great values and they can look at it and go, eh, I think I want to explore this over here because, you know, I just I want to know what that's like. And they'll they'll try things and you're like, ah, oh, but I told you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's good to to really look at what's really you and what's the kids and not take on what your kids are choosing as your own failure. And, you know, the fact is that we're, we will, absolutely will make, make mistakes as parents. And I don't know if I've talked to a parent who doesn't have something where they kind of wish they had done it differently. There's things where, I mean, I was certainly doing the best that I could, and I think I did a, a good job overall. But there's stuff where I'm like, ooh, I really could have done that differently. And uh, I, I just think that's, that's very normal. So we're going to have to be gentle with ourselves, know that it's a process of learning, and we know more now than we did then. And that's normal. And I'm an advocate for having conversations with people. So it's possible to have a, what might be perceived as a difficult conversation with your adult child to say, you know, I really wished I knew then what I know now. And here's some things that I'd wished I'd done for you. And I just want to let you know that I love you. And I want to do my best to be there for you now. Right. Yeah. 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 And just because something didn't go well in the past doesn't mean you can't clean the mess up later. Yeah, I mean, there there might be effects, long-lasting effects, mm-hmm. and you do the best to clean up your side of the street from there. Right. Yeah. The next one is in uh, in work and employment, uh, which we need to talk about the business thing, but, you know, when you're an employee somewhere, sometimes it could feel like a job or an employment situation was a failure, especially when you're let go. That can be really tough. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, Oftentimes, when companies let you go, especially if it's a, a layoff, they don't say why. It's just, okay, we're letting you go. And they don't say why you were selected and why some other people weren't selected and all of that. And so it'd be real easy to believe, oh, I did something that, you know, I'm not acceptable or, you know, that failed. I didn't. If do only something. I had done this and that and that and that and that. Right. Maybe they would have kept me. Maybe they would have kept me, yeah. That's easy so, to do. Yeah. So we start feeling like the job was a failure and maybe I'm a failure, you know, if if I'm not kept at a job. Boy, that's really going to be hard moving forward into the next job. Oh, yeah. Situation totally. if you're harboring those kinds of feelings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to say and look at what you all learned at that job. What are, What is all the experience you gained there and see that as a positive. 
mm-hmm. gained all this experience, had all these skills that I learned, and now I'm more prepared for the next step as opposed to declaring it a failure. It's all a part of the journey. It's, uh, I was thinking not too long ago. It, it, it's not you don't win or lose. It's how you play the game. Yeah. Yep. In life. In life, exactly. Big picture stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. So let's shift over to the side of success. A lot of times we talk about success. We want success. But what is success? Really? What is success? I think that's a good question to ask. And I think each person might have a different definition of what actually success is. But I've noticed a lot of times people take on the concept of success that uh, other people have. And they just assume, well, if this other person talks about, you know, having a nicer house and having a nice car and going on nice vacations and... Or, that, yeah, maybe a, a relationship with no problems whatsoever. Right. <laughs> Perfectly smooth. <laughs> like that exists. Right. So we, so we do, you know, someone else talks about, oh, this person's successful, or that person's successful because they're driving an RV or uh, something else. And, and, and we go, oh, wow, that's successful. But I think a lot of times when we achieve that kind of success, you know, that was kind of put on us or that we accepted from other folks and we get there and find out that's not what I really wanted. And so I think it's worth looking at what is success for you? What would it, what would make it, what would it mean if your life was successful? What would that look like? And what would make it successful? Is it, is it material possessions? Is it relationships? Is it living at a certain place? What really is success? And I know for, for us, for Irina and I, success really is more to do with what kind of impact we're making in the world and how we're affecting people and growing people for the better. That's what we would call success. Yeah, so we invite you to uh, consider that definition of success or at least for it to be part of it. You know, just just a criteria by which you're gauging, you know, it's the um, target that you're going for. Yeah. You know, something to move toward because it's not it's never an either or. Right. Right. It's not like either you had a positive impact or you didn't. It's all on a continuum. Right. And moving closer toward what you do want. Right. But I think it's worth sitting down and looking what is success for your life because other people's other other people's ideas of success might not be what you really care about. And just going along with what you see everybody else doing might not be as satisfying as you'd like. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people. They get the fancy stuff and then it feels hollow and they're like, hey, everyone told me this was gonna be satisfying. Yes. And it's disappointing. Right. Now that doesn't mean that you should not have good stuff in life. It's not an either-or scenario. You just it's, don't have to expect it to satisfy you at a deep, inter, deep personal level, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and we've, we've bumped into some people who they, 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 they reject the idea of materialism. And I think one of the fellows we encountered was even homeless. Yeah. And, uh, and I think someone had some, somehow he'd gotten hold of money, and he was, like, tearing it up in front of a group saying, ah, oh, this materialism is no good. And then he was relying on other people to, to buy him food and, and take care of his accommodations. And, yeah, it was kind of – he kind of missed the idea of a meaningful contribution. Right. Yeah, and in rejecting the materialism, it kind of went to this extreme. Right. Yeah. You certainly don't need to do that. No, that's, that's not beneficial. So one of the drawbacks of success is when we achieve what we call success, sometimes we stop. We stop moving forward. We stop growing as a person. We stop – 
seeing what could be better, what's next. And we get stuck kind of where we're at because this we've made it. This is now success. And that can happen like in business and in companies. They have a product that might be considered successful. And so they, they wrap their whole business around this product. We make this kind of product. And they're not really looking at what, what might be next. And they can uh, kind of get entrenched in that market space in a rut. Right. And oh, that's then, dangerous in this fast-paced society. Technology always changing and stuff. Yeah. yeah you got to be looking at the next thing, what's coming. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, another company can come and disrupt your whole industry. Yeah. And suddenly you don't have customers for your product anymore. Yeah. And uh, I hear companies need to continually reinvent themselves or they become obsolete over time, depending on the industry, of course. Sure. Makes total sense. So, you see what else around this. Um, I think for us, what we would call successful would be our own continuous improvement and helping others to do the same. And that's what we would call success. And if you want to continue to improve yourself, you want better relationships, uh, you want better relationships at work, in your business, at home, in your family, you want things to flow smoother, to be more trusting and to feel more connected with people and feel like you get people and they get you and you belong, I invite you to check out the beinconnect.com website. Uh, it'll start out with some free videos and then at the end, there'll be uh, an invitation where you can get more of us and more of that. Uh, we find that that's really a first stepping stone. If you want to have success in your life, working on yourself is one of the best investments you can make to do that. That's awesome. So beandconnect.com to get your free videos. You can start using the tips that you get in those videos right away actually so awesome what a fun show on success and failure you all have a wonderful week thanks for listening to the impact hour Fall brings so many welcome changes, none more enticing than the L-Certified Fall Collection Sales Event going on now at Lexus of Sacramento. It's Kitty, and this is your time to drive a Lexus. During the Fall Collection Sales Event, premium L-Certified models feature attractive prices and exceptional financing rates as low as 0.9% for select ES, GS, and GX models. Experience amazing at Lexus of Sacramento, a League of Elite dealership, 2600 Fulton Avenue. Full details at LexusofSacramento.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented